Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go Here we go Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go This is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's the latest episode of the Snow White Odyssey. Um, we are about halfway through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the 1937 Disney classic, and the first Disney animation full length. Of course, we had Steamboat Mickey before that in the no, 20s, I think. Steambo- Steamboat Willie, because his was name at the time was Willie, I think. Willie, Willie Mouse. Willie Mouse. <laughs> Why did it not stick with that? Uh, uh, look at my willy mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I thought it was Steamboat Mickey, but it was based on something else that had been called Steamboat Willie in the past. Hang on, Steam. But I'm obviously wrong. Boat Willie. Just quickly check this out, because if there's one thing that we do pride ourselves on, it's it is accuracy. accuracy. And yeah, 1928, the animation Steamboat musical, Willie. Steamboat Willie. And oh, yeah, Mickey Mouse is called Mickey Mouse in it, as far as I can what? tell. What? Is is the boat called Willie, then? Must be, yeah. Fucking hell. What's we'll your boat called, mate? Willie. 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 <laughs> Funny name. Willie. Well, as in off. the cock. Yeah. I named it after me cock, didn't I? That's <laughs> because well, of the big, the big fucking steam pipe in the middle of it. It looks, looks like, like a cock. Looks and like it's me. about as big as mine is. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Any off. more questions? <laughs> now, get out of the way of my fucking canal path. <laughs> yeah, what, do you want to get on it or what <laughs> Mickey Mouse steers a steamboat down a river this is the description of the film is that it <laughs> he entertains his new passenger Minnie by playing music out of the menagerie on the boat Ooh. it's just fucking car share that's what that is yeah he just plays gets these animals to play days. tunes yeah <laughs> Oh, we'll do a deep dive of that at some point, I'm sure. But for yeah, now, why not? this is the first full-length um, colour Disney mm. extravaganza movie. And boy, what a movie it is too. I've got to confess I haven't watched any more of it since last week. I'm going to try and do uh, instinctive deep diving. Well, more, almost. More, more for you, mate, because we're just getting into the yeah. big, big best bit. Have you got it in front of you at the moment? I've got it in front of me. Right. I, can, I can reference it as we go. So, it's kind of like Jedi kind of instinctive yeah. deep diving the, that I'm the, doing. The thing is, right... Rather than researching. Because we've been taking so long to do it, I won't bother with a recap, right? You should know. Nah. Snow White, they tried to kill Snow White. She's done a runner. The Queen's found out she's still alive, and now we join the Queen 
furious, fucking livid, right? Because she's found out that the Huntsman didn't kill Snow White as instructed. And so she's run off through the castle down into a secret rat-infested basement. And that's where we join her now. Now, this sequence with the Queen going into her dungeon is, is an amazing bit. Now, she's got her ornate antique box... With a with a pig's heart inside the of pig's it, heart in. a pig's yeah. heart that was presented to her as Snow White's heart, but it was a lie mm. by the Huntsman. A fraud heart. Yeah. Now, she's, oh, she's chucked it across the room. She's that pissed off about the whole There's thing. There's some rats there, isn't there as well? There's a Lots load of, of rats, rats in the, in the hanging cellar. around. Oh, annoyingly, I can't hear what she's on about. Hang on a sec. I've got subtitles oh, yeah. on. Here we go. The heart of a pig, she says, and she chucks it. <laughs> The blundering fool. Oh, there's a crow. Yeah, yeah. well, the crow becomes quite important to the plot because the crow's like oh, her mate. He's her mate and sort of, you know, he he does whatever she says. He helps her out. He's like Terry McCann to her, Arthur. Think of the crow like that. <laughs> okay. Right. Now she's well. She's she's got a what's this extraordinary is mate. She's got a Bunsen burner. She's got what she's got is a chemical lab down in this basement, mm. right? That she makes potions and spells in, but the, well, the everyone needs a hobby. Yeah, the rig she's got, considering this is 1938, is well, it's it was made in 1938, but presumably it's set in a far more distant historical time, right? It looks like medieval, yeah. doesn't it? They're all living in castles and all that. There's dwarves running around. It's got to be, you know, what 1600s maybe. Anyway, she um, yeah, she uh, she's got this rig up, and the crow and the rats are down there. And she's got a Bunsen burner. I, w- I was mm-hmm. astonished because I didn't think... I can't remember how much we've talked about Bunsen burners on Top Flight Time Machine. Instinctively, it feels like the sort of thing that we would have devoted a lot of attention to in the past. But I don't know because don't obviously we, we forget everything time. we've said. But Bunsen burners are obviously fantastic. I've always wanted yeah. a Bunsen burner at home. Mm. We did talk about them because we... Oh, no, soldering irons. It was I, soldering irons we covered. Two in, things. They're in, both staples detail, yeah. of school science labs, aren't they? Mm. And really what you always want is to recreate a school science lab at your own rig, right? You start I mean, with a Bunsen burner and some solder. Yeah. Then you move on. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a soldering iron and solder. You move on to Bunsen burner and glass flasks, yeah. which is what the Queen's well, she's got. She's got all that, hasn't she? Yeah. Don't know where she would have got it from. a lot. Don't know where she would have got it from, mate. Like Amazon, Halfords. <laughs> Hello, Halfords. Do think Halfords do chemical stuff? No, do you, Argos. Do you have Bunsen burners? Uh, no, this is Halfords. We're more like we can sell you a car battery yeah. or some speakers. Yeah. Oh, no Bunsen burners. No, this sure? is more cars and bikes. Yeah, but I mean. A Bunsen burner's applicable to anything, isn't it? <laughs> you can use it in any situation. Oh, have you, have I'm, you, I'm pissed have you tried, off now. Uh, You're being unhelpful. Have you, have you tried Argos? Yes, I've tried fucking Argos. Argos <laughs> have only got them little sets for kiddies, you know, the chemistry sets. Yeah. I need a fucking grown-ups one, right? I'm de- uh, you know what I've got on the go here? I'm creating a fucking poison to kill my stepdaughter with. Right? I'm not going to be... Oh, that's a too much. <laughs> I can't do that with a fucking kiddies experiment set, right? This is proper stuff I'm up to here, right? I've got my crow here. He's helping me out, right? I've got the whole setup. All I need now is the Bunsen burner. Argos ain't got it. 
Now Alfred's ain't got it. Where do I turn next? Have you have you maybe have you tried Maplins? Maplins? <laughs> Maplins, are, Maplins shut down, you dickhead. <laughs> Didn't they? <laughs> they fucking shut down everywhere. Maplins right? went to the fucking broke. wall. Maybe that's why. Yeah, because they weren't selling fucking Bunsen burners. Someone's missing a trick. All right, well, listen. Now, fair enough. I've taken up enough of your time. I know it's not your fault, mate, but, you know, maybe pass it up the line to management. Yeah. That... Have, a word with, have a word with them upstairs. Just let them know. A bit of feedback. And listen, right, if if you could not spread it around what I told you about my poisoning plot that I've got on the go here, I'd appreciate it. I was ranting. Uh, I weren't that serious about it anyway. I mean, I do have a crow. That, um, that's the truth. I do have a crow that works for me. But the other stuff I was just mocking about mainly, so just sort of almost forget this conversation ever happened if it's all the same to you. Okay, oh, yeah. sir. Okay, madam. Right, so she makes this potion um, mm. and she's... Oh, my God. And what's she not doing? It? She knows what she's doing as well, she's, doesn't she? She knows what she's doing. It's, a, it's very much like Breaking Bad. She's got a red yeah. drink. She, pour, she pours um, some water into it. It turns green and then some smoke emerges from the drink. It fizzes up and it emits mm. a smoke and the smoke turns into a sort of a ghost, a screaming, scary ghost that floats in a cloud across the room. Fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, i just at that bit now, yeah. And then you're like, what the fuck's she making here, right? She Isn't holds the goblet ghost, ghost of this portion. potion above her head. The wind starts blowing, a storm brews up, the crow starts shitting itself, lightning strikes the air... Now the green potion is bubbling and it seems to me that she's gearing up to drink this stuff, right? Mm. And I'm thinking, you're mad. All because Snow White, a mirror told you Snow White was prettier than you. So she's on, fuck it, I'm drinking it. She's She's down the potion. Everything goes blurry. It's all psychedelic. It reminds me loads of when, you know, when Jim and what's-his-name took the uh, acid in... No, they ate those magic mushrooms in Neighbours. Yeah, it's basically Is that what she's like done that. Has she, does she made acid? It's, it's, psych- hands are it's psychedelic, into, and you don't know what is real and claws. what's just happening in her brain. But she's gone on a mad psychedelic trip. Everything goes blurry. The colours are all mad. It's like a kaleidoscope of colours. Her hands turn into claws like the emperor, and then, then suddenly it all comes down, and she's transformed herself <gasps> into what can only be described as an old crone. Exactly, exactly the words I would have used. And at this point, we're not sure why she's done this, but this is no. the state of mania that the Queen has yeah. been driven to by what we the mirror We can't second-guess this. We right. can't second-guess what she's about to her do because she's just on a different level. She, she's, a mirror has spoken to her and said, listen, mate, you're a good-looking lass, but I've got to say, you're, you're, not, the best. you're not the best in the old land because that, that is your stepdaughter who's much fitter mm. than thee. And bad and news... Bad news for you. It's contrary to what you've been told by a huntsman. She is very much not dead. She is, in <laughs> fact, living with some fucking dwarfs up the woods, right? You might want to have a closer look at that heart you've got in the box there. <laughs> I can assure you, it is not that of a, a small girl. <laughs> now, I've said my piece. Like, what you do next is your business. How you respond to the, how you absorb this news and then respond to it is totally up to you, right? I, I'm I, not I've here. said too much. I've said too much. My job is merely to reflect yeah. and advise on beauty. That's the thing about mirrors. We just Analyzing sit here. hearts. We are impartial, <laughs> right? Um, 
So she's just gone. Her, her initial, her immediate response is, right, fuck this. I'm going to go downstairs and I make a big fucking poisonous potion. I'm going to drink the cunt and it's going to turn me into an old crone, right? That's step mm. one of my plan. Mm. You're thinking, where's this going? She's quite terrifying. Looking. She's all warty-faced, mad bulging mm-hmm. eyes, uh, big nose, and the crow mm. absolutely freaks out when he sees her. He screams. I mean, we're no fans of crows on this show anyway. And you'll no. soon find out that this crow is a right cunt, right? He's very in keeping with well, all of the crow stereotypes. I, I thought he was a bit of a soft crow when he screamed, when he mm. saw her. I thought he'd have seen much worse in his time, had dealt with worse. He's a coward, but all bullies right. are. Crows are bullies, mate. Yeah, And what do we know about bullies? They're cowards, ultimately. They're cowards, yeah. Right? He preys on the weak, like baby lambs in a field, right? Exactly, yeah. But if it's just him, if it's come on top for him, like his mistress has turned herself into a scary old crone, he absolutely mm. bricks himself, like all bullies do in those sorts of situations. Question is, now she's turned herself into this baddie, what's she going to do? All right, uh, do we find out? No, nope, right. we go we- back to the cottage with the dwarfs in. Oh, she's she's got a book out. White. You're a bit ahead of me now. She's, oh, sorry. She, she gets a spell book out, right? And uh, she starts reading about various different things that she can... That... Oh, yeah. I see it. Poisoned apple, yada, yada, yada. Eyes will close forever. In the sleeping death. You <laughs> <In> know. <hell. laughs> Um, so she, it's it's confusing how extreme she's gone here, right? Because she wants to, she's you know she wants to basically put Sleeping Beauty, uh, no, Snow White, to sleep forever, kill her. This right? is Plan B. She did, she had this in the back of her mind all the time, but she originally thought the Huntsman would do the job. Yeah, now she's like, bring I'll do it. Now, fine, she's going to do it by poisoning her. But you, mm. but why has she first got to turn herself into an old crone? It seems over the top. But well, fine. if she's going to do the job herself, she needs to deliver the the, the, the poison and the poison apple herself, doesn't she? she, she can't she, trust I t- anyone I'll else. I'll tell you one thing: she's overestimating Snow White's intelligence. Because from what we've seen of Snow White so far, she is not the brightest, is she? She's a fucking idiot. She's yeah. a, she's as thick as shit, right? Mm. Um, she's falling in with these dwarves. Which is could be dangerous. You don't know if these these little bastards could turn on her at any minute. Definitely. <laughs> and um, the queen feels as if she has to adopt this very elaborate surprise in order uh, disguise in order to go and surprise Snow White and poison her. But to be honest, it wouldn't take that much. You could just walk straight in there and feed her the poison. Yeah. Does Give her she a know that, of that fucking Fanta? Does she know that Snow White are in with the dwarfs now? Well, the mirror said that she was living with the little men in the. Um, in the woods, so she's she knows where to find her. Uh, anyway, we cut back to the dwarf house, and things are going great for them. They're delighted to have this girl living with them, and they're having a right good dwarf knees up. They've all got the instruments out, all their little dwarf instruments, and they're yodeling. What do you think mm. of yodeling, Andy? Are you a fan of it or not? Oh, really it's bothered? all right in small doses. I don't mind it. I was I thinking about. 
my um it was the anniversary of an old mate of mine who died a bloke called Piers one of the funniest blokes I ever knew and um my brother had written something really nice about him on, on Instagram. Uh, I remember now he was one of these guys who had great catchphrases and jokes that live with you like long after he's died. You remember them in day-to-day life, right? Yeah. And so I started thinking about them. And one that I remember other people telling me that he used to do, he would sing... High on a pill at an all-night disco, yodly. <laughs> if you were going out clubbing or to a rave <laughs> high on a pillar and all night disco which is a funny lyric in itself but the addition of yodeling to it i like because yeah. it makes it particularly strange and confusing doesn't it it does i couldn't manage a whole evening of yodeling though no, no. i'll say that much uh so they're but they're bang up for it uh grumpy's playing the organ and he's sitting on a um oh here we go I don't know who this is who's come out and sung but doing a little tap dance but it's one of these setups where she sits there and they're all performing for her because they all fancy mm. her right and yeah. one by one they all take it in turns a bit like when you see the hip hop kids they'll the hip hop yeah. kids like to do this don't they they'll all be dancing yeah. then one of them will step into the and middle and do his own dance move or maybe his own solo, rap yeah that's the sort Pretty of technique like that, yeah. they're using. Uh, probably the source of that, actually. I don't know who this one is. is that, do you think that's Happy, that one who just did that? I don't Dopey's, know. Dopey's don't playing the drums and then making a fucking hash of it, as you'd expect. They're having a great time. They're having a I great time. I haven't got deeply enough into it to learn all their names yet. No. There's a good bit when... Um, uh, Dopey does that thing that you used to try and do to get into the cinema to see an 18 where he gets on the shoulders of three other dwarfs a dwarf tower and they put on a yeah. long overcoat to cover them so it's just Dopey's head stuck out the top yeah have you ever done that yeah, loads of times it cinema? yeah it's how I got loads in to see the, the exorcist uh, <laughs> the ex that's everything yeah X-Men X-Men, any X-Film. All them, all the X-Films. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. 
Code program. Jalapeño. All right, now they're saying tell us a story. This fucking weird dysfunctional relationship that's building up between them all. She tells a story, a really sort of quite troubling story about, which she says is a true story about a princess who fell in love with the man. And they're going, is the princess you? And she says, yeah. And then you think, what the fuck is she talking about? Who's she falling in love with? Then you realise she's talking about that fella. But let's not fucking forget, this is a geezer who climbed over a wall the day before, yeah. crept up behind her, started singing. She didn't speak to him. She shat herself, ran away. Then she peeped yeah. out her fucking bedroom window. He did a bit more singing, and that was it. He fucked off. Mm. She's going round now telling the dwarves, oh, yeah, I was in love with this bloke, but fucking now we've split up. Are you fucking mental, love? 45-second encounter, best. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, she's really mad like super mad she's going around spreading it that she had a relationship with this bloke I mean this bloke might not have even been into he might have just been an opportunist he's going along on his horse and he's going aye yeah, aye predator. opportunity yeah lovely uh, young lady doing a bit of uh, admin around her well might climb <laughs> over give her a bit of a sing song see if it gets me anywhere right <laughs> chance for you you know yeah. nothing ventured nothing gained might actually this don't ask don't get I don't get any well. Move up the next castle. Uh, Fuck it. I parked parked up the arse, climbed over, crept up behind her all quiet, and then just started singing in her fucking ear. Well, she apparently jumped out of her skin, and I realised straight away, no, I know types like this. She's uptight, right? I'm not going to get anything out of this one. She's run up. I all go around. I sang a little bit up to her upper window for a laugh, you know, and then I was gone. Next thing I know, I've heard from some dwarfs I know that she's spreading it around the woods that me and her were in a serious relationship. Now, that's going to cause problem for me with all my other gals, right? She's fucking touched in the head. Yeah, she's touched she's in the head. Don't believe a word she fucking tells you. Uh, so that's the story she tells. And then, she, then an alarm goes off and she tells them all to go to fucking bed, mate. I mean... Can you believe that? She's, She's only just moved in. And she goes, right, it's bedtime for you lot. These are grown men. Let's not forget. They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not grown they're men. They're not grown. Yeah. But they are... Partially of, grown men. They're of age, right? This, uh, yeah. you know, we know that Doc has had a, a rich and eventful life, right? Yeah, but that's just him. He'll get the steel up late. And he's like, are you telling me to go to bed? What are you talking about? I've got fucking eight kids of my own that I know of. Right, my oldest kid, right, is in his fifties, right, and he's got a kid who's got a kid. I'm a great fucking grandfather, right. <laughs> Don't forget, I had my first kid when I was fourteen years old, love, right, which was normal yeah. for dwarves in those days, right. It wasn't even weird, right. When I was your age, mm. I had a kid of my own, but things didn't he... work out. His missus was doing my nutting all the time, so. <laughs> I didn't see much of him until he got older, and then I heard he was—he had a successful business, a dealership, and he was coining yeah. it in. So I, I reached out, I got back in touch because I thought, well, you know, I'm his dad. Surely I should be benefiting from this in some way. And and now we've got, you know, the relationship. I wouldn't say it was perfect, but you know, we're in touch. A couple of times a year, yeah, but it's not—it's not as close as it could be. I might, you know, I might pop round with something for the kiddies. Uh, once in a while, you know, like a gift when I remember, you know, I'll try to remember to send his kiddies a card at Christmas time with like, you know, maybe a fiver or some dwarf money in it. 
dwarf vouchers. Some dwarf vouchers you can spend in Halfords. <laughs> I send the kids, I send them Hal, Halford vouchers because kids love Halfords, don't they? You can get out in there. Uh, so every, every, every year, anything you want. I just say it's easier. I, I don't know what you're into, but if I just send them five quid's worth of Halfords vouchers, there, you know, that's something for them to do in the holidays, isn't it? Go there and yeah. and have you a get bit one of a of spend nice, that, that nice pine fresh air freshener you can hang on the on the mirror <laughs> in the car. The kids Kid, love that. Kids love that sort of stuff. They get a real kick out of it. Doc's probably Doc will do what I used to do when I used to share a bedroom with my brother when we were kids. They'll mm. both go. They'll all go to bed at the same time. He'll wait for the rest of them to go to sleep. Then he'll go back downstairs and watch telly for an hour with Snow White. <laughs> what? Yeah. So who did that? Your brother or you? No, I did. So you were the, the older one. I was so the older one. What, yeah. Would you do it just to make him think would, it's all right? We're all going to bed now. Yeah, because he kicked off if he thought he was going to bed. I bet. Yeah. Uh, he's probably listening to this now and thinking, "You fucking cunt." Yeah, cunt. But yeah, oh, we used to go bed still the same not know this happened? Well, I don't know. I'm not sure he might do. We'd, um, we'd both go to sleep. Well, he'd go to sleep. He'd be out like, like five one, minutes. You'd have one eye and, uh, You'd be like, be, that's it. Night, yeah. night, sleepy boy. Yeah, yeah that's it. Sleep, sweet, sweet fucking dreams. Sweet dreams, dickhead. I'll go back downstairs because Boone's about to start. <laughs> I'll leave you to your shit fucking dreams. Well, I'll be fucking, fucking baby dreams. Ah, uh, your fucking baby dreams. I'll be downstairs living it up. Watching fucking Michael Elphick. Michael Elphick, Neil Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> the real world. Having a fucking biscuit and watching Michael Elphick fuck around on his motorbike. <laughs> like a real man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That and more. <laughs> that's yeah. an interesting so that's technique. Well, that's, that's it when you've got a share bedroom with someone. That's what you've got to do. Yeah. But, uh, that's what will be going on here, I think. Uh, Doc mm. will be away back downstairs to watch fucking The Gentle Touch, probably. Or whatever the 1937 equivalent was. Doc. <laughs> Snow White, stay down here. <laughs> Get it on IDV, right? On LWT. The Gentle Touch. I'll wait for the others to nut up and then I'll come back down and we'll have a biscuit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's my first night here, but if, <laughs> if that's what happens, then yes, okay. Yeah. Bit of fucking Jill Gascoigne, you can't beat it. I mean, it's our first night. I just tell them what to go to bed. I tell, you what I've got on, I tell you what, I've got on videotape as well. An episode of Cat's <laughs> Eyes, you know, the spin-off one she did with Leslie Ash. Also with Jill Gascoigne. Hey, uh, talking of 80s TV shows, um, Mm. I meant to ask you something earlier today. Nearly texted you about it, but sometimes it's best just to ask you on air. What's the status of Penelope Keith? Is she dead or alive? I think she's very much alive, yeah. So how's lockdown going for her then? Because she's pretty old. Penelope Keith? I don't know. I mean, she lives in that big castle, doesn't she? Well, from, I didn't uh, know that, but it doesn't surprise me in the least. That, That's what I imagine. What was it her. called? To the man, to the manor born. She lives oh, in she the big lives house. In the, to the manor born house. I think she's yeah. I think she got it. You know, like um, when actors appear in in series or films and they take some of the costumes away with them, like, Darth, like, like, like the Green Cross Code Man got to keep his Darth Vader he got to helmet. Keep his costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, she just carried on living in the house. Squatters rights, I think it was. She just says, I'm, I'm not shifting. Well, no one else what, was living in it. It's not Peter Bowles, because he lives near me. He lives in Barnes. Yeah. I see him about. Well, that's exactly it, yeah. I don't know if he still lives in the little house at the bottom of the grounds, like he used to. Nah. No, he lives oh, no, in did Barnes. He, did, he, 
they no, lived see, in another big house nearby, didn't he? He lived in the big house. She had to live in the cottage. That was the whole point That's of the right, show. That's right, yeah. Because yeah. he was nouveau, wasn't he? And she mm. was, um, like, proper posh. She was, but he'd come in yeah. with his new money and taken yeah. the, the man house, and she was livid about it. But at the same time, <clears throat> despite herself, she found him powerfully um, sexually magnetic. Well, I mean, he was, wasn't he? Do you I think, think he- he'd won that money? He'd won that money on a in a card game on on uh, Tales of the Unexpected, right? And he bought the bought the manor until the manor bingo. born with the money. I tell you what, won. I'm going to do yeah. with this: buy myself a fucking manor house. I've had my eye on. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and then, of course, there was that. T- uh, he, he fell ill, and he was in hospital for a while. And only when I laugh, yeah. But then I think when he, when he got better, he was back to the manor house again. Do you think he could have played James Bond? Or do you not think Peter he was Bulls? quite the right fit? Nah, fuck off. Nah, fuck off. That too gap good between for his teeth. Nah, too- that's not James Bond. C- could you see him, like, with a machine gun jumping out of a helicopter? I don't think no. he has it in him. He hasn't got the physicality for it. No, he'd, he'd gently edge himself <laughs> out of the helicopter, wouldn't he? Well, he'd Tenderly, sort of, gingerly he'd get down the steps. He'd glide out. Yeah. Nah, mm. he's, he's not. He's not a man for a for a James Bond role. He lacks, he's more he Terry said, Thomas. He lacks grit. Yeah. 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 All right. Just wondering. He's a bit John LeMessurier. John, John LeMessurier couldn't be James Bond either, could he? Probably not. But you know, you got to remember Roger Moore is not far away from either of those men. I mean, he's only five percent <laughs> away from either of them. He's basically it's fine margins, though, isn't it? Your bonds. It, yeah. He's like LeMessurier or Bowles, but he can do sort of karate. Passable yeah. karate, anyway. Not even that good karate, but passable. Yeah. You know, the so. ones of all the Bonds, the one who actually is physical and fights is Daniel Craig, who's the worst Bond, isn't he? Because he's a. I've not in, seen any of his Bond. I stopped oh, watching Bond films bother, about mate. fifteen years ago. Don't bother. He's, shit. he's an absolute misery guts. Is he? Do you know what he is? He's a grumpy goat. Right? There's no <laughs>, laughs whatsoever. He's got the ump the old time. He's extremely right. violent. He's like always beating people up quite badly. Oh right. Uh, yeah. He's just he's just annoying. Is he's it, annoying. Is it, like the, is it like the Batman reboot where it's all exactly. about darkness and inner turmoil and all that shit? Yeah, exactly. Fucking Fuck hell. That. Fuck that man. Tim Burton. That's what you want. Is Michael Keaton dicking around being yeah. Batman? Right. A few yeah. Laughs. Or even Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. Climbing up the side of buildings and celebrities poking their heads out the windows and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're clearly not walking at the side uh, of the building. kit. Uh, the kit. You know, you know the guy who played the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. What's his name again? Let's have John a look. Lion. Who played the cowardly lion? <clears throat> uh, yeah, Bert La. I'm pretty right. sure he was in Batman as well. I'm just trying to remember which oh, Batman. Right. I think he played a Batman baddie. Just quickly check. Bert Lahr. No, doesn't check out. <laughs> well, it was worth a punt, wasn't it? This is Top Flight Time Machine. It's a podcast in which we go over classic <laughs> Premier a, League seasons. A, yeah, it's a football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're currently going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, except we're not. We're not. We've we're talking suddenly about got sidetracked by Bert Lahr. And we're Googling stuff live. <laughs> Thanks okay. for your money. We're back in the dungeon, right? <laughs> All and right, okay. The the Queen has 
is now an old crone. Mm. Right, this is so funny. She's made a poisonous apple, right? And she's gone mm. wild-eyed batshit. She's got a big wart on her nose, right? And she goes up to this crow helper and she holds the poisonous apple out to the crow. Yeah. And the crow shits itself and backs off. And she just laughs manically and goes, Ah, it's not for you. It's for Snow White. Talking to a crow. I mean, bit fucking hell, exposition there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what she's done, she's dipped the, dipped the apple in poison. It's like a toffee apple. Oh, she's explaining in terrifying detail exactly how Snow White will die when she eats this apple. Right. She's just said that her blood will congeal, and then she pisses herself laughing. Right? She's so happy with her plan, and then suddenly she goes, but wait! And she's she's realised the flaw. Right, she goes, what if there's an antidote? Nothing must be overlooked. Mm. Can be revived only by love. Love's first kiss. Dwarfs. She goes, Love's first kiss. No fear of that. <laughs> the dwarfs will think she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> So she's already well, guessed correctly that the dwarfs are in love with her. Yeah, they'll right. line up. They'll, but it's got to be, it's gotta be two way mutual love, hasn't it? They'll think she's dead. Even a dwarf's not going to kiss a corpse, surely. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've, heard I they're the... I've heard they're highly sexed, but come on. After what I saw in the Duncow in Sunderland in 1999 when they were doing pantomime, I wouldn't push, I wouldn't put corpse kissing past them. She'll be burned alive. Fuck what? me. She's got all sorts of plans. She's put the poison apple in a basket with a bunch of other apples, and now she's gone down another hatch to an even deeper section of the basement yeah. dungeon. Like, yeah, there's a and skeleton. She's, she's still laughing. This is, get ready for my favourite bit, right? There's a skeleton. Look, watch this. the funniest bit in the whole film because this is like the descent of the queen into utter madness like fucking terrifying like insanity right you see it going deeper and deeper and she is walking down these stairs into an even deeper darker dungeon and behind a sort of um what do you call it like some bar cell a cell there's a skeleton, obviously a prisoner that she's kept down there who's long since mm. died and now he's just gone home. And as she walks past it, she sort of stops, does a double take, and there's an old water jug sitting next to the skeleton. And she takes the time out of her evil ploy, right, to taunt this skeleton, right, <laughs> who is just a skeleton, so it's pointless. And she goes to it. It's really shit bullying. She goes, Thirsty? have a drink and then she kicks this jug at the skeleton's head and the skeleton break all its bones break up the jug yeah. breaks and she just laughs her head off she's so pleased with the joke she's made at the expense of some fucking inanimate bones yeah that for me is the moment that encapsulates everything I love about this film it's That's the depiction, about, it? depiction of unfocused fucking insanity right yeah and the lengths people will go to uh, motivated only by like weird jealousies. 
And then she's, she jumps into a little boat. It's like a back cave, really, isn't it? It's really good, this yeah. Is she, she, this she this is really appealing. When she goes down to the basement basement, there's an underground river, and she's got a boat in it ready to go. Yeah. And she can just sail off wherever the fuck she wants in it. She and, can. Um, um, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there because um, she's just, about to fuck off in it. We'll yeah. find out what happens next time. Yeah. Uh, Simple as that. Yeah. I think we'll wrap it up next it time. We'll wrap this up next time and do yeah, another deep right. dive starting we'll the do next week. Else. All right, nice yeah. one. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Join us again for the finale of Snow White Odyssey next week. Yeah. Oh, and if you're listening to this on Wednesday, which hopefully you will be when it's fresh out of the box, keep an eye on our Twitter because tonight, Wednesday the 20th of May, you, all being well, can watch us do our first ever live streamed event which is a watch-along mm. of ITV4's yep. rerun coverage of England versus Mind the it. Netherlands from Euro 96. <laughs> if it goes well, this is just test that. We'll be doing the same with every episode of Minder. But only the, I say every episode, only the Ray Daly ones. <laughs> yeah, turn up. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.